Hello, and welcome to the For My King, His Kingdom podcast. As we start off this month celebrating our show's 100th episode, we have a wonderful treat for you listeners today. We have Marshall University's softball coach, Morgan Zirkel, joining us. Morgan is from West Virginia and went to Marshall University, where she earned All-American honors as a shortstop in softball. She was Conference Player of the Year and Conference Regular Season Champion in 2017. She won two silver medals with Team USA and was a Pan-American Champion. She was drafted to play professionally in 2017. She currently plays in the Pro League called Athletes Unlimited and is the current head coach for Marshall. Morgan, I want to thank you for joining us on the show today and being one of our special guests of the month. Looking forward to our conversation and getting to learn more about you and your career. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. I'm eager to get started. So uh, how about we just jump right in? All right. Morgan, how did your faith journey begin and how has it matured in your life up to this point? Growing up, uh, my parents divorced at a really young age, but my grandma was a really steady rock for me growing up. Someone who um, took me to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Bible school, all the things. And that gave me a really good foundation um, in the Bible and the word and, you know, kind of learned what faith was at an early age. Um, But as I matured, I think I was able to, you know, understand not just who God was, but how he could really, you know, help me through life and the joy and love that I, you know, had maybe more than other people because I knew, you know, the God that had had my back and um, really thankful that for that foundation growing up. And I think that kind of um, put me in a good spot to continue to develop and mature in my faith. And I'm very thankful for that. But I've definitely learned a lot since, you know, kind of being on my own and, you know, going through college and different parts of the country, traveling, you experience a lot. And um, having God by my side through that whole process has just been a great experience. How did you start your athletic career? And was there anyone that inspired you to play? I think when I was real young, I probably just appeared as a pretty athletic child, like always, you know, playing outside, running around. Um, And I think my mom, I kind of switched schools in elementary really early on. And my mom kind of got me into softball and even gymnastics back in the day as a way to just, you know, make friends at school. And um, I'm thankful for it because it's really changed my life. Uh, But I think I think my mom had a big part in that. That's really cool. My brother got me started in running track in middle school, and that started my career. So that's really cool that she helped you with yours. Nice. As you watched the Lord open doors for you both personally and athletically, did you take time to sit in the certain moments to really take it in, or has it mostly gone fast for you? Yeah, I really like this question because I think early on in my career, I you know, kind of took for granted all the awesome memories and moments I had through softball. But when I got to college, I think it was my junior year, my college coach kind of presented us this word, um, CELA, 
Um, and it's, it's a word in the Bible actually that, you know, can indicate like a pause in the text. It's pretty common in Psalms and, and she presented us with that word and was kind of like, you know, when you're at practice and, you know, maybe the sun's shining off in the distance and regardless of maybe how your at bat went or how your day is going, like try to just take pause and enjoy those moments. Enjoy being on the field with your team. Enjoy, you know, the great moments um, all together and kind of having that SELA outlook, I think really helped me um, just continually remember to take pause and enjoy enjoy those steps that, you know, I've came so far in my sport and I continue to develop. And, you know, now as a coach, I get that opportunity. So to look back and really have a good image of some of those times I was able to take and enjoy, I think helped me slow down um, some of the great moments and remember them. That's awesome. Now, do you journal and does it help with that? I do journal. My I made um, Team USA my senior year of college, and my mom got me a journal that year. And and since then, I've tried to categorize, you know, those experience with Team USA, and then the experiences with my different pro teams. Now, seven different teams have been a part of, and um, now coaching as well. I try to continue that. So that's also a good way to look back on some of those ups and downs that you know are, are good learning steps along the way. That's awesome that you were able to be able to write down those memories. And I try to remind myself to journal as well. So, yeah, I think it's uh, really important. For sure. In each stage of your career and personally, from college success as an athlete to pro and now to coaching, did you struggle at all with your mental health or was it not much of an issue? I wouldn't say I personally had a a big issue with mental health. That's not to say I didn't have ups and downs. That's, you know, definitely, you know, a part of most people's journey. But I think one thing that's really helped me um, with my mental health is having a neutral mindset. And if no one's heard of neutral mindset before, Trevor Moad writes about it in a book, um, it takes what it takes and get to neutral, I think it's called. Um, But it's, it's something I think I kind of developed naturally. But now that I've read about it, I'm like, wow, that's probably why I've been so consistent with my mentality is that, um, you know, I don't get too high and I don't get too low, but I'm able to stay pretty neutral. And when something happens, it happens. It's not, oh my goodness, this is the end of the world or, oh my goodness, I'm on a huge high. It's, I can be happy and I can be okay in the bad times too. And I think that's really helped me just stay steady regardless of, you know, the challenges thrown my way is being able to really think neutrally in all situations. And a lot of people say, you know, you got to be positive. You got to be a positive thinker. And yeah, that's good, but it's hard to be positive all the time. And sometimes when you're too positive, you can go negative real quick. So I think that's where neutrality has really helped me. And I've even heard the analogy from the book, you know, if if you're driving, you you can't go from reverse to drive automatically. You have to go through neutral. And um, I think that's something that's really helped my mental health is just accepting that when something happens, it happens and I can handle both. I like that. That's great. Now, did you ever get 
any nerves or anxiety when you're about to uh, go up to bat or are in the batter's box? And did that affect you at all? Oh, I totally have nerves and anxiety. That's part of playing and that's part of pressure, but that's what sports is. And it's, if that pressure wasn't there, those nerves weren't there, it would tell me that you didn't care. So if you're nervous, it tells me, you know, you care, you care about the result, you care about the sport or, you know, the challenge you're a part of. So I think nerves are good because it, it shows you are locked in and you care um, and you know, I think, I think nerves are a good thing, right? It's a natural response. Our body has, it's adrenaline. Um, you know, when a, when a bear's running after you, you have that natural instinct to run away. And I think like we have to use our body's natural response, um, in a positive way and not see it as, oh my goodness, I'm nervous. I can't function. No, like you're nervous in a good way. And, and that's a good thing. It says you care. It says your body's on high alert. Like when this pitch comes at me, I'm going to attack it right. versus, you know, get attacked. So um, I definitely feel those feelings. I've just learned how to channel them in a positive way. Absolutely. And even when I was at my races in the blocks, I try to manage it in a positive way and help launch me out of the blocks. And yeah, it's a balancing act with with having it because it could also be a negative. Where do you see the current state of mental health in softball and amongst your teammates and the student athletes you coach? And in what ways can it be better going forward? Yeah, I mean, mental health is a huge concern right now, I think, in college athletics with the pressures they're being faced, you know, just to perform, but also with social media and, you know, playing on TV more, which is great for the sport, but also, you know, added pressure, added, you know, concerns for different things, whether it's image or performance. So it's really tough to navigate nowadays. And as a coach, I think it's, it's tough to find that balance between pushing your athletes and wanting them to be tough and strong and mentally tough, but also, you know, giving them grace. And, you know, when, things are a little rough, like how do I, you know, maybe back off a little bit to, to, to give them some time to cope or, you know, to, to handle maybe some outside pressures like school and social life to, to be able to balance it all. But it's, it's definitely a lot to manage and, and kids have a lot on their plate these days. Um, just kind of, you know, finding that balance and then educating it, you know, like this is what works for me. And, like that neutral mindset, I think it's it's really life changing if a lot of people can figure out how to handle the good and the bad the same instead of, you know, getting really upset over the bad and getting really high on the good. But let's take each day for what it is and the good and the bad and run with it and, you know, just try to stay as consistent and stable as possible and use the resources provided. I think that's one thing that can help. There are so many resources, but you have to be, you know, willing to accept and take them. And, you know, that's a huge part of it. Absolutely. I really like that. We grow up as athletes watching our favorite players and teams. And behind all of that is the coach, the leader who does more than just give out the X's and O's, but helps develop young minds. How important is the coach platform to you in being given the opportunity of servant leadership? It's so important. It's a huge part of why I coach is that like desire to develop people, not just players, but people, because I personally, 
you know, was developed like crazy. You know, I was not the athlete, you know, that I started out as college, not just physically, but, you know, I was shy. I lacked confidence. I was um, definitely not, you know, the speaker or player, the confident person I am today. So knowing how much I was able to develop, you know, really inspired me to help other people, you know, gain that confidence just in the sport or in life or whatever job they go on to do. That's super important to me. And that's why I coach. And sometimes it can be tough, you know, in, in public education to really inspire and teach the way you want to teach. Um, but I think, like you said, being that servant leader and that example in your own way, maybe they can learn that way as well. So definitely very important to me. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I saw that softball was one of the sports coming back for the 2028 Olympics. Were you excited when you heard that news and would it interest you trying out for the team then? Oh, absolutely. I was excited for that news. You know, our sport has grown so, so much and it's really exciting that, you know, the advancement of the pro leagues and just how much, you know, college softball is on ESPN. It's super exciting. But when you, you don't have that like final goal of Team USA and the Olympics, like it's tough to see your sport grow so much and not have that, you know, end goal for a lot of athletes, that dream. Um, so for that dream to be back for a lot of athletes is really cool and of course I would take any opportunity to wear the red white and blue that's it's always a pleasure um but I am a busy person now and uh but <laughs> yeah. if, if I'm healthy and able and the right the right fit for the team I would absolutely love to represent as always why do you think the sport was taken out of the Olympics in the first place do you think that it was because the U.S. was just so dominant you know, I I think it has to do with just the resources and the uh, playing fields that they're able to get in other countries. And if softball is really important in USA and Japan, um, but in Canada, even in Mexico, but other than some of those, um, you know, countries, softball is not as prevalent or as important to them. Um, and resources wise, baseball and softball, you know, require a little more space to perform. So I think that could be part of it. And just whatever country is hosting that year, you know, has a big say in what sports get in. So thankfully in 2028, we, we get a shot. <laughs> yes. And I can't wait to watch. Now, out of all of the cool places you have traveled to and played in, do you have any favorite memories of your travels or any of the food you really enjoyed? I think going to Japan was probably the most um, like unusual, different experience for me because I've been to some South American countries before, you know, with, you know, just vacationing or traveling and stuff. But Japan's really different. You know, no one I'm familiar with Spanish, but no one, you know, really speaks English there. It's just Japanese. So to go to a country where the umpires are speaking Japanese that you're playing with and you really, there's really a language barrier as well as a totally different, um, you know, cuisine that you're eating sometimes over there. So I think that was probably like the most rare, different experience. Um, I got to go there twice for a, a few, a substantial amount of time. I think we went for 11 days one time and it was, you know, a great experience. Um, 
not sure I'm itching to go back, but it was cool to just experience their food and their culture and see just how their how their community works too. I mean, there's no trash on the ground over there. It's unbelievable. They're very, very clean. So it's just cool to experience other cultures. And I'm, I'm thankful softball has allowed me to do that in a lot of ways. That's really cool. Now, you have heard about Colorado's prime Deion Sanders theme music for his football team. Will the Thundering Herd have their own or a special playlist for the players? And do you have a playlist to pump you up when you play? Yeah, so Thunderstruck is probably Marshall's, you know, really like standout song. That's one I think, you know, almost every game, every warm up, you, you got to play Thunderstruck as, at least once. Um, that's really important. Uh, and this year we got new lights on our field and the lights can actually program to music. So we've recently kind of been discussing some pump up songs like, you know, Don't Stop the Party and other songs that they play at football games that we could, you know, put on our light show when someone, you know, scores a run or hits a home run. So that'll be pretty fun and exciting. But I listen to a lot of music when I'm getting ready. Uh, some Jesus Jam, some country, some rock. I like to mix it up, whatever, whatever good mood I'm in that day. That's awesome. I love Thunderstruck. Morgan, I want to thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on the show today. I will pray for you and your team for the best this upcoming season and for your next professional season. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's been my pleasure and you're a friend of the show now and a friend of mine and I wish you well. Thanks for being on. Awesome. Well, I hope some of your listeners are inspired and they're always welcome to reach out. Thank you so much, Morgan. And listeners, thank you for tuning into this week's show. And stay tuned for the next episode on For My King, His Kingdom. This is your host, Dean Thornton, signing off.